Christ, so it said the joy of what? The joy of the Lord is my strength. It doesn't say my joy is the Lord's strength. It says what? The joy of the Lord is my strength. So I rely on the Lord's strength, his joy, to give me strength and joy. But one of the things that can happen in a world that we know is broken, because I know and I feel oftentimes the brokenness in myself, is that joy can be stolen, that strength can be stolen, and then I have to ask myself, where am I going to turn? What am I going to rely on? And I have to remember the joy of the Lord is my strength. And we're talking about eras. Eras are just about points of life on a journey. And we often take for granted the blessings because they're just supposed to be there, aren't they? We're, it's just supposed to be good. But oftentimes what happens is we take those for granted. But on the other hand, sometimes what we do to the disappointments, we take them too seriously. I'm guilty of that. And that steals my joy. Steals my strength. Because I'm not looking at myself from a really clear, healthy perspective. I'm looking at myself from events that have happened earlier in my life, in eras of my life, that created labels in my life, stories about my life, that I have to overcome or they overwhelm me much of about it about life is how we interpret those events and if we misinterpret have you ever misinterpreted what someone said and it just went off the rails so if we misinterpret what's going on in my life we can place labels on ourselves it can cause us to not go or get to places we would like to be one of the things that the scripture says is our battle is not against flesh and blood, but the principalities and powers in the heavenly realms. So there is evil out there. But I wasn't born for that. Born for joy. Born for strength. But the evil makes me question it. Do you get me? Does it get you too? Are you just like me? Am I just like you? These eras can make us feel powerless and outcasts. My eras have made me feel powerless and outcasts. My eras have created labels that define my worth, my lie that does not just go away because I know the truth. The liar keeps wanting me to buy the lie. Some eras have caused me to make choices that I couldn't take back. Some eras of trusting the wrong people or the wrong thing, thinking it could make things right or provide me joy and strength and contentment, didn't pay off. Even eras where I think, what am I doing here? You get me? And if you found yourself sitting in any one of those ears, understand, I know what it's like. I've walked that path. I'll walk it with you. Doesn't mean I've done it well, doesn't mean I've done it right. But I know the obstacles and I know it can help. So if you ever want me to walk with you, just find me.
and we'll walk and we'll talk. So we're going to watch this clip, and I want you to see some things about different things that these people are in, involved in that causes them to lose their strength, lose their courage, lose their strength, listen to the lies, listen to the labels, listen to the lack of hope, and then finally seeing where hope really lies. So, what are you going to trust in? At the beginning of the movie, Dorothy found herself in this strange place. She was told by Glinda the Good Witch, um, I know where you need to go. She was given these red slippers from a witch that had killed by the house falling on her. Her sister is mean and evil and wants to kill Dorothy, but she's got this power that has been given her. And Glinda says, go find the wizard. She goes on a journey. She didn't know where she was going. She didn't know who she would find on the way. She didn't know the twists and the turns that would get her where she needed to be. She wasn't even sure she would end up there. It's a lot like life. The wizard, when they finally got there, he was a guy that um, put forth this big image of power and strength and don't mess with me. But what we find out later after they were able to kill the evil that was chasing her, that this wizard really didn't have the power he proclaimed that he did have. You know people like that? Who they compensate, they know they're weak, they know they can't do anything, but then anyway, they try to put forth this image that was the wizard. Dorothy, she's afraid, powerless over the evil that is around her. Um, she feels abandoned by her family, and that's why she was running away. The scarecrow, his label, I don't have a brain, I'm stupid, I can't even scare crows away. But throughout the whole movie, you see how he uses his logic, his wisdom, and his love. So he labeled himself as stupid, but his behaviors labeled him as wise. The Tin Man. I feel like I'm only a shell. I'm heartless, loveless. The cowardly lion tried to compensate by being a bully, trying to get at Toto when Dorothy slaps him in the nose and he starts to bawl. But throughout the movie, the lion has showed, even though he was afraid, he got in situations that he showed himself to be fearless courageous, anxious. But the reason he did it was because of his love for those he was on his journey with. The tin man, he demonstrated great compassion, even though he thought he was heartless. He had his friends. He supported his friends. The scarecrow had all kinds of plans to get food and to overcome the evil which was before them and Dorothy did whatever she could even though she was running away from evil she ran towards it with a bucket of water and overcame evil by just a, a mere act of response and reaction Glinda says You're, there is hope Dorothy thought when the wizard flies away that she wasn't going to ever be able to get home and she's told, you will get there because you've had it all the time. And the scarecrow says, well, why didn't you tell her? And isn't that something we often do to God? 
Why didn't you just make it right at the beginning? Why did they have to go on this journey? And she's, because she wouldn't have learned anything if I would have just made it happen. Life's a journey. Glenda was there for her at all those important times when she couldn't do anything about it. God is there in those important times for us as well. Glenda, for me, epitomizes wisdom, guidance, love, and giving Dorothy an, an sense of identity. The power is within you, she says. You were the, given this power by me when she gave her those red slippers. She was not ready to hear but after she went on the journey, there was a time where she was able to hear. Her ears were open. You can find hope and purpose if you are at home or whether you're here in Oz. Feel like Oz sometimes? You can find supportive friends here and back home. Don't trust that you have it to have it all figured out or that you need to Control every aspect. Life's a journey with twists and turns. Trust that there is one who knows the path. Trust that there is someone who knows your word. Trust in the Lord. Completely. Don't depend on your own knowledge. Dorothy didn't know enough. We don't know enough. God knows enough. And with every step you take, think about what he wants, and he will make your path straight. Dorothy said, is it just too wonderful to be true? Can this actually be? Well, in John chapter 10, in verse 10, in the parable of the shepherd, this good shepherd is going to try to protect the sheep from the evil that's around. The thieves come only to steal, to kill, destroy. But Jesus says, I have come that you may have life and have it to the full. May you hear, may you act, may you love.